right, welcome, welcome again to another episode of WTF Interviews. I am Royce Brialis, and my uh, host is uh, co-host is uh, Dr. Raheem Young. What's up? What's up? What's going on? All right, and we have uh, as our guest uh, Mr. Nathan Eccles. Hello, how's everyone? Good, good, man. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. All right, man. So first question we got for you, man, is uh, how many kids do you have, and uh, what are their ages? Five. I have a thirty-year-old. 28 year old, 27, 25, and then eight. Man, <laughs> those are some ages. <laughs> so you said you have a 30 year old? I have a 30 year old, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, how, how old, are you? old am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 47. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. You look like you, you're still in your 30s. <laughs> I swear, man. I appreciate it. May not always been a healthy man. <laughs> <laughs> vegan, cool. vegan life. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So you had your first child when you were seventeen. Yeah, seventeen, eighteen. Yep. So how how was that experience for you? I uh, mean, it was it was interesting uh, because um, of I had actually I had gotten into some trouble, so I was coming out of uh, the Audi home. <laughs> And I found out she she was pregnant during that whole time, uh, but I graduated early um, as a result of coming out, and then um, you know found out she was pregnant or what have you. So, I mean, it, it was uh, you know I, I was a love child, if you will, as a kid. So it was like exciting, and so for me, it was different. But it was a different time. Uh, we mm -hmm. were in love, uh, and so you know it was. Uh, something that I had to do and did, but what helped me was that my dad and uh, her mother were, were supportive after the fallout of everything. Yeah. <laughs> but after everything shook out, uh, they were pretty supportive. Uh, I was going into 18, I had a job, et cetera. So um, it, it wasn't like I was scared of it, um, mm. but yeah, it was, it was a different experience, sure. Mm. So yes. you were 17, how old was she? Was she 17 uh, as well? Older, yeah, so she's like 18. Like, yeah, I think we were a year apart. She was a little bit older. It's like 18. Okay. Yeah, she was older than me. That's a whole lo <laughs> a long story to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, you, had a, you had a great support system. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my you know, after, you know, after the, uh, people were upset, I mean, my dad was always a person that, you know, my my grandmother and uh, he, we, we, they were all educators. So for them, it was always, I, I went to college and did all of those things. So from my dad's perspective, I didn't follow the path that he uh, laid out, you know, so he was mm -hmm. upset about that. Her mother, she was a singer. And so, um, you know, obviously at that age, you plan for your child to do this and here is this baby. So, you know, that was, it was some tumultuous moments. <laughs> but again, after it was all said and done, you know, there was a child, there was a baby. <laughs> and uh, they were pretty supportive, but it, it had its ebb and flow, like every relationship does. 
It was sometimes it was supportive and sometimes not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so um like how are you all's relationship now? Like oh, uh, you and your child's mother. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good actually. Um fact I had the uh, grandkids over because <laughs> uh, my son is eight and so his nephews are older than he <laughs> so uh, he called me and he wanted uh, his nephews to come over and so they were over here this weekend him and his nephews uh, he so had, called Michael? Uh, no <laughs> he called his name <laughs> he called him uncle but uh, it's cool because he, he had sisters. Uh, my youngest, right. all he had is sisters. So when he want to hang out, he, he asked me to uh, call his nephews over and they <laughs> do PlayStation and tear up the house. So. Yeah, it's, like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they manage themselves. Let's <laughs> put it that way. But self governed. Yeah, yeah, it gives him a chance to uh, just, you know, be a boy and, you know, do boy stuff instead of being uh, up on his sisters and his mom all the time. Yeah, it's cool. So, like, being so young, becoming a dad, who was the person that taught you the most about, I guess, fatherhood or manhood? Now, that is an interesting question. Um, I'll say my dad. Uh, but I'll say it this way. Uh, my dad was a disciplinarian. And uh, I can tell you, I learned via his mistakes with me and my brothers. Mm. That makes sense. So the things that he, that I thought he could have done a better job with, I learned because I resisted. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a very strong-willed individual. Mm -hmm. And there came a point in our relationship where uh, my dad and I, well, I'm just not doing certain things that you say do. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, and in retrospect, looking back on it, um, a lot of the things that he wanted me to do and wanted for me were good. It was the message. And, you know, messaging matters. <clears throat> Excuse yeah. me. I think we've gotten to a point now is that we understand how to message better to our children as opposed to do this because I told you to. You explain the whys behind it. I was very an inquisitive kid. And so I need to understand why and not, and, but he raised us that way. That's the interesting part of this. So he raised us to be, to ask questions and to uh, always question, not authority necessarily, but basically don't be a fool. It doesn't matter that, you know, the person is older. You, you have to understand why they're asking you, except when it came to him. <laughs> so, so I guess, I, and I'm saying he taught me that, but it was the reverse of that. And I think my mother taught me how grace, how to do it with, with explaining and understanding and passion and, and those types of things. So she was pretty much my emotional intelligence and that kind of helped me um, with that. Did your son teach you anything about like manhood or fatherhood? Yeah, now you know it's interesting. He's teaching me now because he's way better father than I am. I'm serious. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is because I have 
other children. And, you know, at one point in time, you know, I, I had the, my children younger, uh, went to college and did all of that stuff. But there was a period of time where, you know, I was never with their mothers or I tried to be when we're young or whatever in 2021. We tried a relationship deal, didn't work out. They went with other individuals. So there's this gap to where the kids were with them, right? And so um, I uh, sort of lived my life, right? Um, I, I went to Florida um, and I had the kids for about a month. I had all of them for about a month. But after that, she wanted them back. Uh, this is a different mother. Uh, she wanted her, the kids back. And uh, at that point, I just decided to live. You know, I didn't want to uh, live under what her will was, if that makes sense, right? I didn't want to stay in Chicago just because my kids were in Chicago. Yeah. I felt like that my life was being altered by the decisions uh, that she was making for me, although she was with someone else. And I tried to uh, be with the kids, you know, try to have phone conversations and things of that nature. But, you know, I still live. There's, in retrospect, there's a lot of things that I would have done differently. I think I still would have done exactly what I would have done. But I definitely would have reached back and had several conversations. Through the year. They know who I am. We have a good relationship. But mm -hmm. I could have done a better job, um, definitely, looking back on it and staying in tune and touch with better now that they're older than we were during those teen years and things of that nature because they've forgotten about all of the times I was there. I've always been in their life. I've always been there. Yeah. But in their minds, there was this gap, right? Um, and so uh, I'm, I'm going to make this statement and just to, for context, uh, my children's mothers, they're uh, three. Mm -hmm. So just to, you know, so there's three different types of situations going on uh, with that, so. Okay. <laughs> 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 Say be fruitful and multiply. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, in, in retrospect, could have did things different, better. So what, but, why do you, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry, bro. No, no, no I say, I just, um, you know, as you look on it, you get older, and you say, hey, you know, I could have did this better, that better. Yeah. So what you said that your son is a better dad than you were. Yeah. So what, yes. what does he do? Oh, well, what does he do that you recognize is better? He's so, yeah, always there. So he's always there no matter what. And, and he sticks with uh, his his uh, uh, his uh, girlfriend, if you will. So he just kind of sticks in, uh, and he, he stays. He's always a part of their life, you know what I mean? He, so he's never left. No matter what happens in their relationships, he's always connected to them. Uh, and where I just was like, okay, I'm out. I'm tired of this. I'm going to live my life. Yeah. Uh, so he's like there, and he's doing all of those things. Uh, however, I do believe that, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I just think his sacrifice is different. Let's put it like that. I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I sacrificed, but I have a life that I want to live. I, I, I will reconnect with my kids if it's meant to be. 
it's interesting, my great-grandmother told me something uh, that just stuck with me that resonated. And she said that, um, you know what, the kids are always going to gravitate to their mother, no matter what you do. Uh, and the other thing that she said to me was that they'll come around. Yeah. This meant they will come back around. And that's what happened. You know, they did. And, you know, when they got older, uh, they came around, we had conversations. Uh, and so we have a decent relationship. That's good. So um, has your sons, well, has how many sons do you have? How many daughters? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> uh, one daughter, the rest sons. Okay. Has any of your children ever like came to you for, um, I guess, like dating advice or relationship advice? No. <laughs> well, you, know, <laughs> you know what? I will say my, my oldest. That's the one that I said is a better father. He he yes he he has come to me, uh, but it's when he was in pain. So it was just like. You know, the best advice I could give them was, you know what, you have to choose uh, what's when enough is enough for you. And he's still there, so I don't know how good that advice was, but not the, not the rest of them, no. Um, they're just different folks, uh, so it's a, it's a good way to illustrate it. Um, they, they are truly a sign of the time. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> they were born in different eras. Like you got a thirty-year-old. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. They born eight-year-old. Right. Like it's different generations. Like one of them has. I don't know. Does, does an eight-year-old have a tablet? Yeah. Yeah. Everything digitally. <laughs> thirty-year-old didn't have a tablet. No, the 30-year-old is more like me. So he's like, you know, remember the generations. Yeah. Know, the, but it's interesting, the 28 and the 27-year-olds, they're more like the rest of the world. Right. I'm not really going to say that, but they're still experiencing life. <laughs> Whatever form that comes to them. <laughs> it's the easiest way to say it. I mean, other than just... Outright saying, uh, you know, one of the, he, well, you know what? He makes it public, so I'll make it public. Uh, he is, um, uh, you know, he's gay. And so he's, uh, you know, and that's that's why I say a sign of the times, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he, he is that. He, he and it's all, I'm very, um, the way that I'm saying it is very cautious, but because he made it public, I can then make it public. My son is also on a top rated TV show. So I'm not gonna say who he is, but uh, that's really cool. He's yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's doing his thing. So how did he? Um, how did he like tell you? They didn't. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Facebook. Oh, okay. uh, you saw the update. Well, no, I mean, he, he, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it wasn't like a thing. Um, I could tell you this, like. You know, through the years, uh, you know, I've supported different things, and maybe you may have an inkling, uh, but then you see certain things and you know it is true. And so, you know, I, I've, my uncle was, my brothers, so this is nothing new to me and my family. So it's not like there's, I guess we've come to the point where there's no, for me, you know, I was just raised very liberal, so there's no acknowledgement of this or that. There's no conversation that had to be had. Uh, for him, I just support him in whatever 
he chooses to do. And I've always been supportive and that's what I always will be, you know, so. Um, and, and that's just what it is. So no, he, there was no conversation. It was just, oh, here's my boyfriend. Hey, how you doing? Oh. <laughs> So, that, that's, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, I know people feel differently about different things, but I mean, the way I was raised was, was the way I was raised. You know? I was raised that way, and I don't have any kind of, I don't think about any person in any way, you know, I guess, um, in judgment, you know. You are who you are, and it's just kind of where I live. That's cool. So how did that make you feel when you first saw that? Really, no way. I mean, I just don't yeah. have a, uh, I don't have any feelings of, because like, my brother had gone through it. You know, my brother uh, is also, and he's pretty well known in the community as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, they're both uh, talented artists and, and different things in the theater. And uh, so, you know, even with him, I mean, there wasn't, you know, he, he never said this. It was just, you just kind of see it and, you know, keep it moving. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I don't, that wasn't a reaction. It was just like, here's, hey, hey dad, uh, you know, here is uh, my boyfriend, and that's it. That's yeah. So, so how did your dad react to it? Uh, you know, I don't know. I still don't know. His dad. Oh, to, to, yeah, I don't know. To, don't to know your brother. Was. To your brother. I have no clue what his reaction was, other than um, we've never talked about that kind of thing. Yeah. My dad um, and I, he's in Alabama, but <clears throat> yeah, we never have a, a conversation about it. Um, my mom and my dad, essentially, they split when we were grown. So it was, uh, I don't think there was a real conversation that said this or that. Um, yeah, I have no clue how he feels about it. Never asked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are you um I know you just said that your parents are in Alabama or your um My dad. Your My dad's, dad's in Alabama. Alabama. My mom is here. Yeah. My mom is in Chicago. Okay. is um are they from there or he just moved to Alabama? Yeah, he's from Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So did you all, like, when you were growing up, you and your siblings, did y'all used to go down south for, like, for the summer and stuff? No. Uh, he met his dad when we when he was growing. Uh, he, so I, I, not, he didn't meet his dad. Let me say, say it differently. He realized he had other siblings when he was growing. I'll say that. Uh, him and his dad uh, were sort of strange for a period of time. But he realized he had other siblings. So I'm answering that question to say no, there was no going down south, at least to Alabama. Uh, my uh, major upbringing was with, on my mom's side. So we went to Mississippi. She's from Chicago, but my, uh, her, my grandmother and relatives, they're from Mississippi. So we did that. I didn't, uh, the first time I went to Alabama was when I believe my grandmother passed away. It was the first time that I really kind of knew that side of the family. Hmm. How old were you then? Oh, man. oh, I was in college. I was 18. I was 18, 19. So it was right about that time um, that, you know, my son was born and eight, about 18. Yeah, about 18, 19. Yep. Hmm. So, like, how was that, um, I guess, being 18, 19, you just being 
becoming a dad and you're meeting your dad's part of the family like for the first time how, how was that experience for you i guess because it it was kind of shrouded in my grandmother's death it was yeah. um interesting uh they they my family is different you know my on my dad's side they just kind of different folks <laughs> so uh but um it was interesting to get a chance to meet them and, and, and see what they were about uh, they they're a very cerebral group so okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> you could i put it like this i could see where my dad got it from they're very cerebral very different thinking like uh his uh his brothers are well one of his brothers is a republic like a old <laughs> like you know and then they were pastors like two of them are pastors you know it's, mm. it's they look just like him but then you got these the different Baptist. sides of, um no uh what is it uh uh ame uh, oh, united methodist United Methodist African Episcopal, something like that. I yeah, I know you. I know you. Yeah, it's just, they had bishops and those kinds of things. Yeah. So, uh, but they were uh, ministers, and two of them were ministers. One is, like I say, a, a hardcore Republican, so much so that his wife couldn't work. Type of Republican, like that kind mm. of dude. And then my other uncle is just just a passionate, cool, nicest guy you ever want to meet. So. I got an opportunity to meet them, sisters, but it was a whole thing because of my grandma passing. And then because of, remember I told you, my, well, my grandfather had several kids. He was married to different women at the same time. <laughs> so it was like dealing with all of that. And then you had the different women coming out at the same time because you had the uncles and the aunts, but they all knew about each other. And this my grandmother was passing, so it was it was a it was a whole thing. Mm. So was it like, was it drama at the at the funeral? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. It was, it was drama, but uh, my cousin and I were real close, and so you know I just really honed in on that because uh, my grandmother was the closest to him. And growing up, like he was real close to my grandma. And for him, you know, my I was closer to the grandmother on my mom's side. Yeah. He was real close to the grandmother, uh, my my dad's mom. And so I, I just really focused in on my cousin because we're similar in age. And uh, I was kind of there and just really focused on him and, you know, trying to get him through it uh, because he it, it was a thing for him because that, that was the mother that he knew. Although my aunt was around, but, like, that was his mom, so... Uh, all the drama was there. I just kind of focused in. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, tell me more about this, uh, this vegan food, man. I got to try some with you. No. When this is all <laughs> over with, man. <laughs> <We're trying to laughs> <go. laughs> oh, yeah. And these wings. Uh, you know what? We, we did pretty good uh, years ago. At, you know, we were doing very well we were all over the country selling the wings, vegan wings. And I just basically came up with a concept and was like, hey, you know what, I want to, I adopted the vegan diet because I was getting older and just kind of wanted to do something a little bit different, wait. And at the time, I was, um, um, I met this lady who 
didn't really want to teach me how to do vegan food. So I just took a year and learned how to do it. And uh, I was like, oh, I could do this. And then so one of the first festivals I entered into, the, the Vegandale Festival in Chicago, we had a line like two, two three hours long. And I was like, oh, wow, this, I could probably do this. And so it turned into a business. Uh, we was touring all over the country. Uh, and so right now, obviously because of COVID, I've been fortunate enough to, you know, I didn't put all my eggs in that basket and we'll return when things uh, break up. Um, you know, things get a little bit better on the COVID front, but yeah, that's what we do. So I've been at the Taste of Chicago. In fact, the year of COVID, we were supposed to do five days at the Taste. And so wow. it's been cool. So I got a lot of different recipes and yeah, we're still active doing a little bit of stuff, but I, I kind of want to wait until COVID is, you know, kind of yeah. on the decline before we get back in there. The, the, the restaurant uh, industry has been decimated. Yeah. Talk about 75% losses to, in some cases, and I'm just not interested in stopping and going and doing any of that kind of stuff. So we're on pause for right now. How long How long you been uh, vegan for? Uh, fully, um, I'd say probably about, probably about four years now, four years, four five years now. Yeah. What differences have you felt since you've become vegan? This, there are some differences. They, at first, I, I didn't think so because I was vegan, then I then I started eating, you know, foods, and then and that immediately <laughs> you feel a difference in just the way you feel and your body and the way you move and. Uh, I can, in terms of my weight, uh, like I can pretty much maintain my physique, you know, and how I am now. I don't, I don't go through these swings. Um, I, I, I haven't been, uh, you know, sometimes you get sick and you eat meat or whatever stuff. Yeah. I haven't been sick like that in, man, since then. You know? uh, so you just have to learn how to do it. That's the most important part. You have to learn how to how, when you're out in the street and you don't have, you know, food to eat, you, you can't just go to French fries all the time, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But the, the cool part is, I mean, I really, the first time I really started, it's interesting, I started when my grandmother passed away. Remember I told you that's oh. 18. That's when I first was vegan, like strictly vegan. And that was in the 90s. Uh, but it wasn't tenable. It was just hard because you, in the 90s, I remember when they did, uh, one of the restaurants did uh, a sandwich and it was literally just lettuce, tomato, and the, and the mayonnaise. And they was trying to market that as a vegan sandwich. <laughs> it was just salad on the bun. <laughs> but now uh, there's so many different options. There's so many different options in the space that, you know, vegans can get something to eat and uh money out and about keeping moving. And it's cool. I, I mean it, it's helped me. You know, it's not for everyone. And I don't advise it to, you know, some people can't be strict like that. You know, some people have to have eggs, some people have to have, you know, cheese or whatever it is. Uh, but it's up to you. That's how I look at it. Uh flexitarianism is really what it is. You're flexible with your diet and yeah. you know got to do what works for you. Okay. What was that like when you, I know you, you talked on um, like being vegan and then going back. What was that one thing or that one food that you craved and was like, damn, I got to have that? Was it, uh, was it like a gyro or something? 
No, I was actually, uh, so my, I, I, these things were triggered by emotion. Like each mm. big thing was an emotional thing. When this time wasn't, though. This time was just me getting older. But I could tell you that when I stopped being, uh, it was, I was going through, I, I was been married um, before, and I, I was going through a divorce. And literally, when she was like, it's over with. I went and got a cheeseburger. <laughs> That's a true story. I literally, I was like, that day I was done. <laughs> yeah, tell me about that first bite, man. That first bite, too, man. What was it like, man? That first I one. To, I have to say, because I have to be brand uh, responsible. <laughs> uh, it was... Uh, it was great. <laughs> but it's better being vegan. So you have to follow that up. <laughs> right. Get back on track. <laughs> what you have on there, man? Was it some bacon you, you had? No, no. We got, no. Got, you know what? When we were kids, we never were allowed to eat pork. And so it just stuck with us. We never, never got rid of pork. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I was just a, just a basic cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, but then you know, years later, and it's sticking. No more emotional responses to, to stuff. <laughs> That's cool. So, did you feel uh, <laughs> did you feel guilty eating the cheeseburger? Like no. why you was eating? It? <laughs> <laughs> right, man, one time. I was going through a divorce, so I was like, no, yeah. forget this. I'm, I'm going to do this. And, and I never turned back <laughs> from until years and years later. Yeah, it was just like, ah, you know, just, it was stressful. So, hey, I'm, I'm going to do this. Okay. It was cool at that time. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you could give any bit of advice to like an uh, expecting father or a new father, what, what would that advice be? Yeah, that's a great question. I think one of the things that I would say is to be present. Uh, the other thing that I would say is it's always good to have plans uh, for what you think that you want your child to, to do and be, uh, but be flexible <laughs> because I guarantee you uh, life has a way of um, altering those plans. Um, so, you know, you may, I think that we lose sight of that, you know, you, it's sort of what happened to me as a kid, you know, as a kid, we were taught all of these different things, but then when we were actually living those things and doing as we were taught, then those things got looked down upon. So you always have to be aware of what you say, how you say it, but then you always have to understand that you're equipping your child with the same things you want them to do, but when it comes back to you, you have to understand that you put that in them, right? Yeah. And so I would say that. Um, the other thing I would say is have a plan. Have a plan like whatever it is, have a plan of attack in terms of how you see things. I've been through a lot of different things. My kids are older, so they've mm -hmm. gone through all sorts of things in their life. Um, and so just have some kind of plan and 
management support system is helpful. Uh, and then just be um, emotional intelligence. It is, I cannot stress that enough. You know, it's just gone out of days, in my opinion, you know, and I'm not knocking being a disciplinarian. You, you have to have, you know, rules and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. just such a different time now, and you have to be aware of all of the information that they're consuming. We've had some situations come up. I've had because yeah, so much on TV and so much going on, and yeah. you know, um, had to have some interesting conversations, not with my kids, but with other people I know that, that they were bringing up certain things and, and then questioning where they were, where they fit. And, and you know, you, the 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 ardent response isn't no, you're not that. Have that conversation. You know, be open. Yeah, uh, that's why I say emotional intelligence. That's good advice. You you just may drive your kids to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to direction you may not be prepared for. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's like um, like when uh two kids are dating and the parents try to keep like stop them from dating or stop them from having sex or something. Yeah. And it never just, works out. No, nah, it doesn't. <laughs> I, got, I got a list of kids to prove that. <laughs> <laughs> it never ever works out the way you think it is. You just got to listen, be present and, uh, yeah. you know, have that emotional intelligence and have those conversations. Those are over important. So that's what I would say. Great advice. Great advice. That's awesome. Appreciate it. All right. So we, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. Uh, could you let everybody know, like, how they can get in contact with you, how they can get some of those vegan wings? <laughs> these, uh, Thesewings.com with a Z. T-H-E-S-E-W-I-N-G-Z.com. Just go to the website. And uh, when we get back, uh, we will definitely let everyone know I'm on every platform the same way, thesewings.com. So, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. People can go and check me out there as well. Hey, bro, before we go, let me ask you this yeah. question. What yeah, is a vegan wing made out of? Man? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's another great question. It's, uh, it's made out of seitan. Basically, seitan is weak gluten. Satan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're saying different. <laughs> you're saying that. No, I'm messing, I'm messing with you. I get that a lot. S e i s e i t a n. Satan. Yeah, like that. S e i a. I'll spell it in the description. It caught me off guard, but yes, we do. I mean, you just mold it in different spices, and so it, it, and I like it. I enjoy it. It's good. It's it, it, it has a really good taste to it. That's a, one thing that that platform I use. I, I do ribs. I've gotten steaks. Mm. Uh, a lot of different things from that, but it's just all about the way you season it. Uh, some people are, uh, you know, can't eat gluten, and I get that. That's just the format that I use. So. It's a lot of different things out here now. A lot of different businesses um, that are doing uh, vegan food, and I, I support them all. I'm, I'm not one of those that man. I, that's my competitor. I don't look at it like this. All of this 
meat out here, and it's not enough space for vegans. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot of different guys I know that's doing some really good things with vegan food. It's really good. That's try some. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try. Some. <laughs> I gotta look up how to make some, man. <laughs> Where could I buy that at? If I wanted to buy some from the store, the uh, which one? It's the different kinds. The seitan. Uh, the seitan. I mean, you can go to the grocery store; they have it there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seitan. Okay. Just look up some recipes. But yeah. I mean, you can make vegan stuff out of all kind of different things, all kinds of stuff. It's a good recipe. Yeah. You broaden your horizon. <laughs> That's interesting, That's right. man. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, brother. Uh, thanks again for uh, you know listening to WTF interviews. Another episode. Nathan Eccles, my co-host, Dr. Raheem Young, and myself, Royce Brialis. Be well. You already are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Yes, yes. Thank you for listening to WTF Interviews. If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us via our website, WTFatherhood.org. Also, our Facebook page and our Facebook group will be listed in the description below as well. Uh, I ask you to leave a a review as it helps more people receive the message. And uh, again, until next time, be well. You already are.